Hello? Who is this? It, you go, mommy made me mash my M and <laughs> Say it with me. I'm, Say I'm, it with me. I, mommy, mommy made me mash my M and M's. Mommy made me mash my M and M's. And then you scream. And then you scream. <laughs> I don't think that that's a vocal warm up. I know, mommy made me mash my M and M's is a vocal warm up. Scream, 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 Hello, everybody, and welcome to Standalone Horror Genre Podcast, hosted and created by me, Tara Card, and co-hosted with Zanny X. And every week we talk about something. God damn it! A fucking Discord notification interrupted me. And every week, and and co-hosted by wait. Everybody, welcome to Standalone Horror. I'm keeping that in. A horror genre podcast hosted and created by me, Tara Card, and co-hosted by Zany X. And every Thursday, we talk about something horror genre related, and we are continuing with our Dracula recap series, Dracula Titans, where we talk about my BFF Abora and other people. No, she like just responded to a tweet that I had when I said, "Can they eliminate somebody white on Dracula?" I don't, I don't follow her, and she doesn't follow me, but she re- responded to my tweet and said, I know, right? Could have been Victoria. I, and I was just like, don't bring that over here. Don't bring that ha- I purposely don't tag you anything. Don't bring that over here. No, she's you know, oh, us. and shout out to my friends uh, Gary and Oliver. We host uh, on Twitter spaces. We host a Dragula recap thing, too, like a live one. And mm-hmm. Coco Kane and... Melissa and Kendra all joined in on the last one, and Abora was also there. <laughs> Zanny, how are you doing? I am good. I am thriving. I am surviving. I am testing out some new lighting, so I apologize. Uh, we should try green screen sometime. <gasps> Actually, I have, we'll have one. to because they have back. They have preset backgrounds in this. We could set our own background. I mean, I have my own green screen. I just mean I would pull it up in here, and then I yeah. we would have the same like photo for the background, and then mm. put it in like smoke. Yeah, I do. Have, I have a green screen. Summers. I bought it and I never, I never used it. Oh, I used mine for an interview that I had with someone, uh, Chelsea Rebecca. Shout out to Chelsea Rebecca. Um, and uh, it, it didn't even get to work out because I was having so many tech issues. But yeah, we are here, and we're. What have you been up to, Zanny? It's been a whole week since we talked. Um, I have been streaming Rebecca Black's new song, Crumbs, like it is nobody's business. Um, it is iconic, it is beautiful, it is it is everything that I've wanted from her, and then some, uh, queer icon, it is a, a great song. Certified mm-hmm. Wood. What? Certified Wood. Certified Wood, Certified Could. Certified Do you know what that should. means? No. It's like, instead of Certified Platinum, it's Certified Wood. <laughs> Did you come up with that yourself? No, that's like a thing. It's like oh, there was it didn't sell a lot, so it's it's certified wood. It, it got under a hundred streams. Um, yeah, we're talking about. Oh, I'm good too. Um, we're talking yeah. about Dragula. <laughs> I might be making a ghoul for Dragula costume, so that's fun. 
Ooh, that is fun. Look at you. Look at you doing the things that you're doing well. well. They like my outfits and they want me to make them something. So I was like, I could probably make you something. Mm -hmm. You said, I think I could swing that. I think I could do that. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to do this thing where instead of being so anxious about making someone else something, I'm going to just try to fucking do it. Oh, I love you that. Know? I love that mentality. You know, Evie taught me that when when I made something for Evie. Evie mm -hmm. was like, I need you to believe in yourself. Like, because I was like, oh, okay, I just hope it'll be fine. And she was like, honestly, she just gave it to me real. She was like, you need to have faith in yourself. Because when, like, imagine you ask someone for something and they're, they're like, very cautious about everything and they're unsure. It's like, you don't want to hear that from someone you're buying something from. I was like, you know what? You're right. Thanks. So, uh, you said, thanks for getting me together, gal. Yeah. So, we are talking about this past episode. Uh, we are talking... About the Titans. I forgot what episode we're on. Are we on episode four or are we on episode three? We're on episode four. four. Yeah. Dragula Titans episode four. Yes. Um, and so basically, you know, we, we open it. It's really awkward, honestly, because everybody is just is finally coming to terms that they don't like Abora. Like they are just they are coming clean. I honestly thought production was going to be Shady Shady Boots and Abora was going to walk in in the middle of the diss track, you know, like a remix style. But she doesn't. But I mean, they're all just they're all just explaining it everyone's giving their reason why they fucking hate this bitch right now <laughs> that, and you know i'm very proud of coco because coco was like okay but y'all are also like the reason this energy exists is because you guys are giving this energy a platform yeah so like y'all gotta stop that yeah because and, she was like well like it's nice that y'all are saying this now but like when she's here y'all are like oh no hunty boots dead ass sis you're so right queen to have these emotions and so then plot twist, Abora lives. We already knew that. Yeah, um, and it and is Abora, dead quiet when she walks Silence. Out. Someone goes, and you can hear the voice go up four octaves. They go, hello. And then Abora goes, y'all don't sound excited to see me. And Eva goes, we aren't. All right, and I'll be, be honest. I was waiting for Kendra to come back this episode. And she Kendra be like, just kidding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Kendra's mm -hmm. waiting and just shoves Abora and goes, no, ma'am. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for. So I, I think there's some tea that we don't know about. Because Ken, they were like, you know, Kendra realized they didn't have the outfit for this challenge. Well, Kendra um, did say that what she made her outfit there. Yeah. Melissa taught also, her how to sew and she made that outfit there. Yeah, and she said that what she wanted to do wasn't, it was too racy, I think, for television. She um, wanted to put the eggs in her. Yeah. out then, of her. Gagworthy. And so I think there's some, there's a reason why that look was just not to the T. So we kind of got a little bit of a, a teaser of that because they were kind of explaining that as well. They were like, yeah, like Kendra didn't know and Kendra didn't have, but Kendra like still had the energy and wanted to be there where the yeah. other person didn't care and didn't want to be there. And it was pretty obvious. So they were, they were, they were hoping Kendra was going to come back. Um, Bitch, me too. And she didn't. We the got a little, moment of, uh, a little moment of silence for that. They eventually are like, they get interrupted by the sound that's like, attention. Well, I don't think it says attention competitors. I think it's just like, bitches, come to the <laughs> stage now. Slay hunty boots to the stage. Quay! Quay! I'm to the stage. They go to the stage <laughs> and they announce the Fright Feet, which is tug of war in two teams. I realized there's only eight of them. I was like, wow, there's already yeah. only eight of them. you say tug of war? It's tug of gore, baby. Oh. oh, okay. And they're split up into two teams. The first team, which like, who is going to be like, I don't want to do this and leave? You know what I mean? This is, that is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Fright Feasts are, are not... 
They are not exterminations. Like, who's gonna be like, I cannot play tug of war? And then Kendra comes back. And then Kendra comes back. Like, could you imagine that being the one? You like, you're like, I can't do it. I can't do it, guys. I can't. I can't. I'm afraid of uh, poopy water. I'm afraid of rope. So yeah, they're split up into two teams. Melissa's team has Astrid, Melissa, shocker. Who would have thought? Melissa's team has Melissa, as well as Victoria and Erica. Erica. And then the other team has Hoso, Coco, Eva, Abora. and Abora. And Eva. And yeah, they do. We see some shirts come off. We see. I thought it was so funny. Uh, Eva took their shirt off, and it was like a very like. So Melissa takes her shirt off. No thoughts behind it. Eva took their shirt off. Not really a thought behind it. You could tell it was powerful for Eva. I was living. And then you see a board just like unbutton their shirt and pop it <laughs> yeah. open, and it's just standing there like. Bitch, that would have like been a, me. I would have started lifting up. I'm like, no, body dysmorphia. Yeah. <laughs> like a mind, a Roblox character waiting to load in, just so they're like. <laughs> Melissa, and then, uh, yeah, Melissa looked pretty good though. Um, who said who said it? Uh, I, I, I scrumped when uh, not scrumped. Abora said, "You bring your bath." Or she said, "You bring your bathing suit." And Astrid said, "No, but I brought your coffin." <laughs> oh, I was like, ah! I don't think I heard that. Astrid did yeah. a lot of talking in this episode. A lot of talking. Yeah, and someone was like, "Well, she's on uh, she's on the spectrum, so it's kind of mean to say she's annoying." I'm like, "Bitch, I'm on the spectrum. I know I'm annoying." <laughs> and Astrid is also annoying, and that is okay. You can be annoying. The other team wins. A shout out to Coco for l- l- trying their best. Because I could see Coco's legs just, like, really, like, flexing hard trying to pull. Because Abora gets her ass dragged into the poopy water. Not and even, like, not even a minute and a half into it. Abora literally just... They, they were trying Fright Feet Challenge winners. They get to decide which script they get for the main mm-hmm. challenge. So, Zany, what is the main challenge? So, the main challenge is an acting challenge. I wasn't mad at it. It was a and d inspired uh, challenge. So, basically, there were two scripts. Uh, one was the quest team, which is just kind of like a regular script. And then one was the curse script, which had like... Some, were they like... really called the quest one? Yeah. It was okay. Called... I thought yeah. I made that up in our notes, and I wasn't no. sure. I mean, I could be wrong. I just, I, when I read Quest, I was like, that, I think that's correct. Yeah, uh, but long story short, there were two scripts. One was uh, just a regular script. The other one kind of had some... Had some more lines and, and it was harder. Yeah, and it was a little harder. And the winning team chose the, the normal script. They did have some valid points. Victoria was like, I struggle with words. And Melissa was like, I do have a language barrier. So tongue twisters like are not for me. So they're like, let's stick with this script. Yeah. And the other team was like, well, that's fine. Like, we'll serve with the other script. I will say the Boulets did say they were like, we're going to split you up into two teams that whatever, like the teams that give us the most drama and like the most unfair. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I scrumped at that as well. I was like, I love when a bitch holds themselves accountable. Like I love when people aren't afraid to say it. Mm-hmm. And that was to me, I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they split into the two teams as well. They have like the segue, which is camp of them doing like dumb theater, thespian Theater oh, lesbians, yeah. as Hoso would call it. I mean, that's what I thought thespian meant when I was in high school. I was like, uh, I'm not I that thought you kind was of American. I'm straight. <laughs> I'm straight. I'm just here for the girls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's mainly Eva and Astrid leading this whole... I'm an actor, which is funny because none of them won. None of them... Yeah, none of them won. <laughs> I said, y'all, I will say one thing. If I ever make it on a TV show like this, I will be humble. Because anytime you say that you're good at something, Bitch, they make not. you look stupid like they, make they did with Eva. Bad. I'm, the way I'm going to walk in and I'm going to say, I'm really bad at winning things. Oh, bitch, no, I'm going to be like, I don't know how to sew. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to sell. I never touched a sewing machine in my life. I'm gonna lie. I'm gonna be like, uh, I'm really good at losing. That's like something I'm. I'm so successful at is losing things. Mm-hmm. And then, but oh no, I failed at losing. They're doing during that acting thing. You know, Eva's like, okay, I'm gonna throw you a very he- heavy ball, and you have to catch the very heavy ball. It's acting. It's an acting thing. Acting. And Coco catches it and falls, and someone goes, "Oh my God, your balls! Like, like I can see your balls." And in the <laughs> next shot, I see Coco, because Coco's just wearing their their leotard, I think, and then a a towel has just been clipped onto the front. <laughs> so I guess that like their genitals were possibly out, and for production to make it easier, they were just like, "Let's just pack Cover some fabric here." That um, it was so funny. I had, I was snickerdoodling. Yeah, that, that was silly. Um, Aboran and Melissa have. A talk about Melissa kind of being triggered by something that host or that Abora said, and she was like, it, remind, "It reminded me of like when people were being homophobic to me. They would be like, well, if I fucking see you next time, you, you don't want to see me next time because mm-hmm. you're gonna regret it.' Because Abora had said something for on the on the previous episode. And for some reason, all the white people in this episode are going." wild like they are wild this episode except for abora shockingly shockingly abora is the is the one that is trying to get her her teammates together she's trying to make truths hopefully this attitude stays i mean even victoria was like i'm kind of shocked that she's acting like this because it's the same on season two and i was like yeah Mm -hmm. that was like five years ago i'm not here for this abora moment because then they cut to their confessionals and they're like i don't think it's fair that i need to be the only one doing this but i'll do it and they're like it's you can tell it's so produced i genuinely feel this is an opinion so don't crucify me the interwebs i think she is producing her own show in her mind for sure and she is now playing the like now she is playing the role of somebody who is the way she immediately walked in and was like i just want to have fun i want to move on i'm sorry like you don't get to hurt people and inflict trauma onto other people and then be the one to decide when the trauma is over. Yeah. And then this is the other thing, when she's having that conversation with Melissa, Melissa's like, look, like, I'm here for you. Like, I may not like a bitch, but I will never beat a bitch down. Like, I'm not going to be that type of person. Like, I'll, I'm going to lift you up like, if you need someone there for you. And Abora said, quote, this is a quote, said, wow, you're way more awesome than I thought you were. Yeah. That is manipulation. That is a manipulative tactic where you take somebody in a vulnerable setting and then you compliment them and tell them that them supporting you is a positive motion. So then you start inflicting the thought that the, the, where, where Melissa would be like, thank you. you. I am a good person. Yeah. You've now created the tension off of yourself and you've put the tension onto other people, which is what they were. It's the exact same thing in a positive light. That's what the cast was saying. They were like, she loves to put the attention on other people because she's so insecure. Mm-hmm. So she puts the negative attention on other people so they don't look at her. She's doing the exact same thing, but just with positive energy. She's yeah. inflicting positive energy onto other people say so like her. That's manipulative. The I did second think that her happened, apology was kind of weird too because that. because it wasn't really her apologizing. It was more like Melissa being like, I interpreted it a certain way. And she was like, yeah, like it's so glad that we could have this talk so that you could understand. That, it was very, it was a very white person mansplaining emotional trauma. Ah, I, I, I've wanted out. I wanted out. It made me so uncomfortable. It was cringe. I did not like it. We do lead up to the challenge. So the floor, the floor show, right? Am I am I forgetting anything specific? Oh, do we like? Yeah, I like. We like the idea of this. Cha- do you like the idea of this challenge? I like that it's not. It's not a lip sync challenge. It's not just go out there and show your looks. So I personally like the D and D challenge. 
that I will also say when they went outside to the Ren, the Renfair area, I personally, every time they go outside, I'm so happy. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know if it's just like the weird, the weird chaos in my queer brain. But when they leave the studio, it like sends me to another planet. So when I was like, oh, they're going to go back to this place. Like, yes. And they even said it. They're like, this is the place where Madeline had her meltdown. Yeah. And, they, like, and quoted it. It was really funny. It was really cute. The part that was weird is they were painting outside. That I was like, they'll paint outside in, in daylight lighting in the heat. Because this was recorded a couple months ago. That's got to be awful just thinking about that. Well, yeah, I they could... do that a few times. Now, the thing that doesn't make sense to me. Did they paint two different days? Because... They did the painting there, right? They shot mm -hmm. their thing on... They shot their acting on location. They shot their runways on location. But then the judges' critiques are back at the studio. So I'm like, did they have them stay in makeup? Or did they have them put their looks back on? That's one thing I was thinking of. And also the challenge... In the challenge, they were like, Oh, we're categorizing these looks for you so you don't know what you're going to get. But they do know what they're going to get because they brought the looks. They didn't actually... The thing that, like, confuses me about Dragula is they'll be like, you're making these looks. But they're not making their looks. They've already brought their looks. And it was weird because I... They were like, it's random. You don't know what you're going to get. Some of them were like... And then... It's it's just production. And it, it frustrates me sometimes because I want to believe it. And then I'm like, no. Because when they were like saying, like, you're going to be a human barbarian, I was like, oh... That's a curse. And then when they were like, Victoria, you're going to be a, a, an elf, an elf priestess. Um, priestess. I was like, that's not fair. But then when, everybody, when I saw everybody's custom stuff, I was like, oh, this isn't gag worthy. They, they honestly probably picked their people and submitted it and then brought their props and they made it. I don't know. Or I think that they purposely, before the season, were like, you're going to be a human barbarian. That. And then, but to, how it was announced made it seem like it was, it, that wasn't the case. That, which kind of feeds also into the, you know, working on the props and you making your shoes in the workroom. Yeah. It's a lot of this. I've never been a fan of it with Dragula. I wish they would stop doing stuff like that. I just think it's false advertisement. I think they just me. need to kill time. I really think they don't know how to kill time in between. I agree. But yeah, everyone's, everyone served, in my opinion. Who who were you initially worried about going into, like, you just hear D&D challenge. Who were you worried about? Because I was worried about, I was worried about Coco because I've never seen Coco act. Mm -hmm. I was worried about Hoso just because I think Hoso has been doing well this whole season. So I was like, is she going to fumble? I kind of figured Victoria wasn't going to do well because... She didn't really do that great in the last acting challenge on her season. And I think the same with, like, Erica. Erica was in the bottom for that challenge, too. So I was a little worried for that. And Melissa, was... because um, on the other drag show, they really like to have someone with um, who has English as a second language and make them look really dumb on acting challenges. I really hate that. They do that a lot on that other show where, like, they purposely make someone who has English as a second language look really dumb on acting challenges. I hate it. So I was like, oh my god, are they going to do that with this one? I'm kind of glad that they did it. So. No, I agree. Also, I really loved, this is me like fast forward jumping and then I'll tell you who I thought was in the thing. I really loved that the Boulets during, um, during like Melissa's, well during everybody's criticisms, but it was, it was towards uh, Melissa. They were like, y'all, we know y'all aren't actors. Like we know y'all are not trained, qualified actors. Like this is a challenge. We want to see you push yourself and like you had fun. You wanted to be here. And yeah. I really liked that when it comes to judging, because that is, that is one of my fears is I'm like, I'm not an actor. I'm not an actor. Like I would, I would struggle with this challenge for sure. Yeah. Especially with script learning. It just wouldn't be anything that I, so like 
to hear that that grace of knowing where it's like, hey, we know this is not your forte. We're like, we want to see you try. Mm-hmm. That I was like, kudos, safe space. I like this. I've never um, done script a script before. I don't yeah, even know. Either. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how I would do that. People think I've been in like a drama before and, and theater. I'm like, no, I've literally never done it. I don't know how I would do in that challenge. That, I thought Eva was going to be a struggle bus only because Eva, uh, it's the curse of being confident. So I was like, hmm, Victoria, because she looks so good and that is her strength and her suit. I was a little hesitant about the acting with that. And then Erica, just honestly, because of what they said to Erica, they kind of were like, girl, like you've been in your head. You're not having fun. Yeah. For me personally, I could relate to that. If I'm in my head and then I have to do an acting challenge, I 100% will drown. But um, I saw Erica made some tweets and she was like, you know, of course I'm going to be in my head. The moment I walked into this season, everyone thought I shouldn't be there. That. So I'm not I saying don't she has no right to, That. I'm not saying she doesn't have a right to be in her head. It actually was frustrating listening to all of these people in the room tell Erica, have fun, let loose. I don't know why you're acting this way when they all... They all treated her like that episode one and half of episode two. And it's just ironic in my opinion. I know that this is like maybe a sensitive statement, but y'all are just chopping up Abora in three minutes. You know, I know it was longer than that, but you're already working on your apology with Abora and mending that bridge, having that conversation with Abora, but you didn't have that conversation with Erica who mm-hmm. didn't do anything. Yeah, like, I agree. Y'all, Y'all pushed and instigated and attacked a person that y'all thought were weak for fun and for clout on television. And it didn't it didn't work out that way. And then you realized on episode, I think it was three, someone was like, you know, we're not really giving her the chance and we're not treating her right. And then y'all just silently moved past it. Yeah. I didn't notice so, that until you brought it up. Of course. Like of everyone course has to everyone had to be there for a bore, but when it was literally anyone else, it's crickets. It was cricket. It's we. I don't. I don't get it. I feel like we've got to be missing more information, mm-hmm. and I'm always gonna feel that way about television. To me, I was like, of course this person's unhappy. Also, like their Erica has expressed their emotional trauma very well, in my opinion. For them to say, you know, like I'm upset that I was safe, not because I didn't do a good job, but because I put my everything and it wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Like that's a very strong thing for a person to say. So, like, Erica's been very communicative from what we have seen, and it's just landed on silence. So, of course, this person's unhappy. Of course, this person's in their head. And then, I'm sure you can relate to this as, as drag entertainers. I'm sure the, whoever's listening right now can relate to this feeling. But, like, being in a dressing room, when you pull out what you think is your best, and everyone around you is on a completely different level than you, Ooh. and you're constantly told oh that. Oh, my God. One time for a magazine, they had us, like literally for a spreads in a magazine mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing they had us you know where we were doing multiple looks so i only brought like four looks because that's all i had at the time was like these are my best and everyone else brought like 20 i think maybe yeah. 20 looks every other every everyone else brought like 20 looks and i was like looking around i was like wow i don't have anything I don't have anything, no. and I feel really unprepared. And I feel like, damn, I kind of need to give my best because... It's hard, because drag is not linear, and it's not ever supposed to be... This is just some dumb drag advice. We're having, like, a little love little drag conversation with Queen. people viewers. Queen. Um, Drag is not linear, and it's not comparable. 
So like everybody's on their own path and their own destination and you're, you're like the best. And I say this all the time. The best is not a goal or an achievement. The best is what you can do with the things that you have. And so if what you have is just what you have, that is your best and you make it your best. And what somebody else has is completely different because when you look at these people, and you look at their things like Victoria, for instance, and they even said at the end, yeah, like, they, Victoria. Yeah. they were like, girl, you got the budget that we all want and you've mm-hmm. got what, like you have what we want. So there's a reason why Victoria looks that sickening, but I'm going to be devil's advocate going into that. Victoria flopped in the acting challenge because that's not their strength, their strength. And so it's like, you can't, and like Kendra, for instance, so many people have said things about Kendra, about their aesthetics and their looks. And as I've said, almost every single time in this podcast, like Kendra's talent is their personality. Mm-hmm. It's their charm. It's their, their, their presence it's so unique and raw and un- unconditional if you're listening just stop comparing yourself to other people and erica especially like i get being in that headspace i struggle with it of course they were in their head why well, i don't understand how but it wasn't see like that. she initially walked in there and thought that they made it out to tell her that i that. think that's different too and they um, also i think they saw that insecurity and they 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 did not ease somebody out of that insecurity they kind of put somebody into that insecurity i just i got why they were in their head and i didn't like it but when i saw the acting challenge i was like well they're not gonna do good here well speaking of the acting challenge the acting challenge happens and we first get the run the floor show and honestly my two favorite looks were coco kane who did a barbarian look with this fucking cool ass axe with I think real nails she said was real nails. They were uh, toothpicks that she like toothpick skewers that she painted and then stabbed into oh. it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. And then Hosa looked really cool too. Yeah, I was absolutely blown away by the two of them. Um I was like you're shaking your head no and you're like I love them so much. I love them so much. Like, I, there I is hated that I loved it so much. I loved it so much. That was so good. It was so good. This is the best. I So for in my notes, I literally put, okay, Hoso's winning hands down. And then immediately Coco came out and I literally went, just kidding, it's Coco. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hey, uh, what's up? I was in the middle of doing something. How are you? Oh, yeah. Oh, we are uh, talking about Dracula, but we're going to go to an ad break. So I'll see you in a bit. Uh, did you just call me just to hang up on me? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to support the continuation of Stay on the Line, but you don't know how? Well, here's how. On Patreon.com, you can support the Stay on the Line podcast for just $1. Each tier has their separate benefits. Some include early access to episodes, video additions to the podcast, commentary tracks, and much more. Not convinced yet? I'll show you how to even sew a little on the Patreon. Yeah, you too could be a fashion girl up in this bitch. So, if you would like to support, head over to Patreon.com forward slash Stay on the Line, and you can start supporting the podcast and its continuation today. Hello? Hey, hold on. Can I call you right back? I'm about to get back into Dragula Titans with tarot cards, so I'm really busy, actually. Sorry. Wait, I thought that's why we had a call, was to talk more about it. And you're listening to Stay Alive! <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. Oh, okay, wait, okay. Wait, what are you doing? You, um, wait. What are we doing? You have to do the You have to do the ring. I have an answer. Ring, 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 ring. You're calling number one. Thank you. Oh, okay. We're talking about Dracula. No, no, no. Keep going. Oh, keep going. Oh, ring. Hello. 
Three. You're calling number two. Thank you for calling. <laughs> I'm not doing this bit. Just one more, one more, one oh, more. Oh, hello. <laughs> ring, ring. Congratulations. You are caller number three, and you are the winner of the Dragula Titans podcast review with Tarot Card and these. Oh, my God. That candle's with... fucking hot. <laughs> 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 I was going to think it. And it was really fucking hot. And Are you excited? Yes. And you're watching. And you're watching. And you're watching. Stay on the line. Hold on. Bam, bam, bam. I painted last night, so I could. I have my. Oh, mama, that's you when you bought them. What? You painted. I don't get it. Painting means like when you shit on the dick. <gasps> and you're listening to Stay on the Line. <laughs> To me, this is the Coco that I know. This is the Coco I've been waiting for. Yeah, they know how to serve a character. The just they are so smart and so funny. The press on uh, the toenails, but it was only like two extra toenails that were long. I thought that was really funny. It was um, the giant. They have this giant uh, axe thing, and they go to like run through a door, and they like they can't. They're holding the axe, you know, long ways, so they can't fit the door frame, and they get stuck. And they're very like, oh, big titty, like, oh my gosh. Also, like, Victoria let me down a lot, actually. It was very similar to Louisiana Purchase elf priestess look on season three. So, but I feel like with an elf priestess, like, what, what are you gonna do with it? Like, what, what, what is the like magical great look? Maybe I can't think of anything. Like, I feel like a lot of them, like, getting a human too. Human is such a boring. Mm-hmm. thing like how are you really going to get that like nobody got an orc me, nobody got elf, like a goblin elf, elf priestess would have been up my alley i would have lived for that especially with how much i love religious undertones and i love elf goddess fantasies to me that is not the look and this is my opinion that's not the look to be like let me show skin like that's not an elf priestess in my opinion um and so it almost read I honestly felt like they were relying on that. They were relying on the, like, I'm going to show my body. Like, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to do the Louisiana Purchase, the Saint. Like, I'm going to show this this thing that I've never shown before. But to me, like an elf priestess, like, I want you decked out in, in you know, these these elfish garments with, the like, Galea. a lot of, yeah, and, like, a lot of religious symbolism. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like Hoso. Like, Hoso put a lot of ritual. They were like, this isn't really my my thing but like i'm gonna put these 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 uh texts on my outfit to one tie in my like korean heritage but also to to tie in just like another essence that i don't you know i want to have it read almost what sorry i just thought of eva's wig (laughs) the orange one (laughs) it was because i was like who else was here and then i just thought of eva's wig and i was like oh no also i'm gonna say this i love eva cosplay when i saw girl i told you last week i told you last week what is with these cosplayers who had these big like armor outfits and they got a fucking 20 dollar wig on their head now it might have been an expensive wig but when i think of the period time that orange i i would never expect an orange that bright maybe like a strawberry blonde you know something with a little bit more like grit to it or something you know a little bit a little, like, dirty it up a little bit. You're a warrior, you know? I think of Lord of the mm-hmm. Rings, you know? With that, that one that one knight who was a woman. And, like, I don't know. And it just looked really weird with the blue and then the very bright orange hair and then the white face. 
that i mean i love their makeup i what killed me was the armor like when they were showing in the boudoir them making the props i was like this is a styrofoam like this is a foam body that like cosplayers do this to make fake armor like this is not in my opinion this is not titans i'm coming back for a hundred thousand dollars now you can do a lot with armor it's just the detailing of it wasn't that like you can make you can make foam armor look really fucking good like you can make it look like it's thousands of dollars but i'm not just something about this one the color palette it seemed very similar to the the sci-fi one where it Mm -hmm. just looked uninspired it looked uninspired. Yeah, it was three. It was they painted it gray, a matte gray, and they added a little bit of black paint for detail. There was no, you know, and my, like, my corsets, rustic. There was no rustic, you know, uh, paint on it. Okay, but also you're not competing for a hundred thousand dollars, bitch. Put it on. But see, this is this has dimension. This has reflection. This has this looks like a this does not look like a foam like it looked like a foam armor. I'll give you your moment. I'll let you have your cookies. This is what we do with uh with drunk people at shows here. Where when they act out, we go, okay, you have you have two minutes to get it out of your system, girl. <laughs> you have two seconds, like this. <laughs> okay, but what I was saying is, one, you have a turtleneck on. Yeah, so it's like kind of choking me right now. Yeah, that's an extra centimeter of fabric, so that's why it's hard to zip. But two, this has dimension. And three, you're not competing for $100,000. You don't want me to? Uh, <laughs> taking this shit off. Yeah, take it off. You're going to hurt yourself, baby girl. Any other notable things on this runway? I think uh, the elf by a board looked insane and not in a good way. <laughs> the shoes were very moon boots. I forgot they were an elf because I thought they were a a gnome, and that's why I liked them. Oh, are so they, much. were they a gnome? Mm-mm, they were an elf. Okay, Erica, why the different colored gems? Why the different colored gems? Just stick with one color. I think that is part of Erica's fantasy that I will never understand, and I I've accepted that. When I but when I see it, I know it's Erica. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I think if she went with a a purple pleather look and then put pink gems and purple gems on it i think it would have made it a lot better it was too many it was given like you know (laughs) you know like kids toys when they're like it you can bedazzle it yourself and it's just these random like gems of different colors and shapes that's what it was giving and it wasn't a good thing i feel bad because i thought she did good last week and i don't want to you know dog shit on this dog or whatever the dog walker yeah dog walker and so that's also the thing too with with it is why i feel so bad for this person is because you can tell that this is themselves like they are they made this themselves whether they or whether it's them putting the stones on you know that this was their vision from their noggin and they did not pay someone to do this for them so they're a little bit more personal for it but she's had so many other way cooler looks this was just like it was the same with eva's where it was just like girl what is this side ponytail wig Mm-hmm. I think she just realized, I honestly think she just realized where she was and just kind of accepted it. That's what I kind of got. But again, I don't under, I don't understand her artistic styles, so I can't say too much on it. I But when I saw it, I was like, this is you. Then we go in. Yeah, I was going to say the acting. It was weird, honestly, because the first script made no sense to me. It I didn't understand it. no sense. And I was like, oh, no. And then, like, <coughs> sorry. Oh, my God. My throat just went real dry. Hold on. Water break. Water! <laughs> mm. If you're listening, drink some water right now. 
Ah, we lost our listeners. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Bitch, that's me when I get in them gushy guts. Okay. <laughs> um, no. So the, the script, right? I thought it was going to be longer and that both of them would like link up, right? Like both teams. They, I think they did that with season three. So when they're like, let's go off together, I was like, okay, it's going to cut and we're going to see them later, right? No. No. We don't see that. That was the thing. And to me, the cursed script was a lot better. Was significantly better. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the grave on this one. I honestly, the, the Boule said one script is better than the other. And once, like, like it is known, so have fun and make your choices. I think the boring script was was made specifically to be boring. I think that was a setup. Because, like, what were you, what would you do with that script? I don't know. I don't even remember what it was. I, I really can't. It was just, like, they all get there, and then they're like, we don't trust each other, and then two of them die. Yeah, so basically they wake up in a room, and they don't know how they got there, but there's monsters in this maze, and they panic Victoria finds a scroll that has like an like a thing that's basically like a warning, like you are not alone, like you need to run. And Melissa's like, "How do I know that this isn't planted? How do I know one of you didn't do this to me?" And Melissa turns on everyone and then kills Erica. Yeah, you know, Astrid uh, and, and Victoria turn and kill Melissa, uh, and then they're like, "Sexy, sexy," but it had the uh, as much chemistry as like water and oil. Like, <laughs> was, I, didn't even, I didn't even pick up on, I didn't even know there was chemistry. Yeah, I, I think because she like touches that. her leg and, and it was like, you like. It was weird. And it was, there was, they were all acting on different levels. So that was also really weird. It just I think not, Melissa was, was fine. I think Melissa did good. It was just everyone, well, at least Victoria just brought everything down for me. Uh, and it just was like. I didn't understand the script. The script had no place to go. It was no, uh, it was just. It was just a flat line. It was a flat line. I don't like, I don't, this is why I don't like, I, this is why action challenges almost always let me down. But. Now the second script. Now the second script, I like the character voices that, uh, uh, that Abora and uh, I'm giving her a compliment. So you the fans can relax now. I think Abora did good in the acting, and Hoso did really good in the acting, too. I like the, the character voice that Hoso went with. I like the physical acting of what Hoso did. And then Coco didn't necessarily put on a voice, but she was funny. And then mm-hmm. Eva was there. Yeah, it kind of, it which is funny because Eva was like, I'm a thespian. I love acting. And then they all did these great acting personalities and voices. And then Eva was just Eva. They weren't bad. They delivered their lines and they delivered the emotion and the execution. And in my opinion, it was still better than anything that the other group delivered. Mm -hmm. But it was literally just Eva's voice and Eva's mannerisms and Eva's reactions. Yeah, I think she started off with a voice, but then it like quickly like did not last. Dropped immediately, maybe so. In my opinion, that group worked so well together. I like that to me, that could be a television show. That could be a movie. I would watch all four of those characters in some plot having to work together. They all could have had, you know, spin-off background uh, moments. I was I was in love with the second the second acting challenge. Yeah. I don't know how you felt. Hoso even yeah, I thought it was good. Hoso even like because Coco's character is supposed to like knock or is supposed to kill Hoso's character, and she mm-hmm. actually like makes her bleed. Which is like crazy. Like that wasn't part of it. And Hoso was like, "Yeah, I kept going on." But then at, when they're done filming, Eva has like this like meltdown. She has this 
panic attack. Which I'm like, why are you having a panic attack after y'all had done filming? And even Hosa was like, Hosa would, huh? Who was Hosa with? Was it with the, uh, she was with Abora and she was like, girl, like, they're filming right now. They're going to film this. But then Eva's reaction on Twitter was like, <gasps> they filmed it and they posted it. How dare they? And I was like, yeah, girl, they've been doing it with everybody else's mental breakdowns on the show. You're not going to be excluded from that if you have a meltdown like that or a, a panic attack like that. You know what I you mean? You can't convince me that that was... You can't convince me they didn't know that they were being filmed. That's... Yeah, I'm going to say next on that one. I'm not even going to dive into that. that. Yeah. They, they announced the tops, the top team, which was the curse team, which we agree with. And then the winner of the challenge is... What is it, Sandy? Oh, I was vibing. Who is it, Sandy? It is Coco and It's like that one. Have you seen that TikTok channel where it's like they have something over a cake? They're like, oh, and then when we put all this on here, when we lift it up, it's going to Yeah, that was us right now. I fucking hate those videos. If you make those videos, fuck you. And I always watch them. And then it never happens. It never happens. It never happens. Uh, yeah, Coco wins the challenge! Yeah! Yay! Yeah! I'm, I'm happy for her. Me too. I They ate. Ate, 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 ate. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, second place was Hoso. Hoso. Which also, this was my favorite Hoso look. This is the first time that I saw Hoso actually dive into... Which actually, I saw on the Twitter. And I'm going to take back what I said. I saw on the Twitter, people were like, Hoso's looks are so intense and so detailed that we, a lot of times, I, I think it's not reading to us as viewers on a, on a, on a video, but when we look at the photos after, we see all of the details and all of the execution. It's just so much. And then Hoso was like, yeah, I have ADHD. Like, I fucking overdo everything. Like This one me. to me se- seemed more, t- like, not necessarily toned down, but more like straight up, you know what the, the challenge is. That. She looks like a dark elf. And the hair, even though the hair was contrasting, because, you know, Eva's last week was contrasting from her silver outfit, this, I feel like, works out because the blonde hair, I feel like, complements the blue skin and the blue mouth. Mm -hmm. I love that kind of idea going on there. The... I was in love with it. I was I was so proud of her. One of my favorite weeks for her. To me, should have been the double win this week. Last week, week, I think, could have just been one win. win. This week, should have been the double win. Eva... And Abora are safe. And then our bottoms are the other team. Melissa's basically good. The judges are like, yes, queen, work. Um, also, the Boulay brothers looked really good. Mm-hmm. I love that they are branching out from the thigh-high black boots that they wore all last season. I loved, I'm just living for it. Also, their energy, This, I mean, they, I always appreciate their energy. But they are so, I don't know, I love, I love the way that they talk. I love the way Hello. that they... <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> no, yeah. I just mean like they're the way that they are reassuring. I I think I said this uh, on season four. It's so nice to see a platform that's like a that that understands the mental stress of what it's like to go through that. You know, it's nice to see to see forgiveness and understanding uh, and grace. It's just nice. I like. Yeah. It. Well, I, I mean, the Boulay brothers actually work with these bitches outside the show. That's the real tea. Is that they actually, you know, go on tour with them. Our bottom two, 
turned out to be... Also, there was an awkward, like, asteroid, like, playing their instrument and talking about it, and everyone in the room was just like, okay. That was a lot of this episode, as everyone just, like, staring at asteroid as asteroid uh, Astrid just geeking out uh, over Dungeons & Dragons. Yes. <laughs> Which is funny, because they were like... Melissa was like, Astrid looks like the bitch that, that knows what Dungeons & Dragons is about, and then it cuts <laughs> to Astrid explaining it for, like, a Oh, yeah, good Coco, yeah, Coco segue. said that. That shit was funny, because Coco's trying to give, like, a monologue... That's like kind of olden times, and she's mm-hmm. like, you know what? Pass it off to this bitch because I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, she's um, like, I can't. She said, "That's for Astrid. I don't. I don't got time for this." Our bottom two are unfortunately Erica Clash and deservingly Victoria. I think you know Erica, least common denominator. She's like the last one there. To me, to me, Victoria did do the worst. She didn't know her lines. At least Erica knew her lines. They have a conversation to the side, and they're kind of like, "Hey, are you are you worried?" And Victoria's like, "No, I have too much to show. Like, I'm not gonna go anywhere." Yeah, she's um, like, "No, I I'm gonna stay." Like, she's not like concerned at all. That and then she turned it into I don't know. It was it was weird. They were like, "I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna kill and you know whatever." And I was like, "The only person who got you in this bottom is yourself. Like, no one." came for you no one talked negatively about you you didn't know your words and you didn't look the best that you could look uh because you didn't reach the standard that you created for yourself and that's not that's a high that's a high standard to reach you're allowed to not reach it all the time but like this isn't a situation where like people are beating you down uh everyone everyone is obsessed with you and tells you that the only way that they would send you home is because they are threatened by you mm-hmm. So this weird energy of, like, I'm coming back for blood. Like, I'm not, like, I'm motivated. Like, this lit a fire under my ass. Bitch, I'm gonna say she is lucky they are not voting bitches out. Lucky. She is lucky because she would have went home. That's one question that um, I asked on Twitter, you know, asked people their questions. And Matt King, who's on the Patreon, shout out to Matt King, says, How do you feel the season would have played out if they kept the voting twist from episode one and Abora never came back? I think... Victoria would have went home. I would have voted that bitch out. That, um, and you're we're starting to see that dynamic of of how they view Victoria. It's weird. I think she's gonna go home soon. I don't think so. I think her or Eva might go home soon. I could I could say Eva might go home soon. I could feel that. Yeah, especially Um, with the the panic attack. I think the next to go will probably be like Eva or. Astrid. I think it'll be either Eva, Eva. or Melissa or uh, Astrid. One of those three. I want a Bora to go. I want a yeah. Bora to go. I think Eva might leave or Astrid. They're not going to give a win to Astrid. I don't think they're going to do that. They mm-hmm. they want to edge this little twink on. They do the walk up to the steps. The trap door is released. Bitch, it is so shady. They're like, hey, <laughs> they're like Erica. Usually they just say their names and they drop them. They're like, Erica, your numb has something finally to be happy about. And then they drop her ass and eliminate her. And she's <laughs> like so- mid-laugh. She's like, really? She's so happy. It it physically, I had to rewind. It it hurt. It, it is was so a- dark sided. It's so dark sided. Cause you know, she was like, Am I gonna stay? <laughs> it, it it makes me want to cry because it, it's so painful to see how how much hope they got just in that moment. And they didn't even, you see them fall so happy. That they didn't even <laughs> I can still see the screenshot in my head of her mouth like, 
it's it hurt it hurt i feel so bad um <laughs> and then you see victoria who's just like <sighs> we are now down to seven only four people have wins three do not so that'll be interesting on how that turns out I don't know what the next challenge is going to be. I just hope that it's not an act, or I just hope it's not a lip sync one. I hope it's just mm -hmm. a sewing challenge. Um, they, I would just like a look challenge. I want it to be a sewing challenge. I feel like they're <laughs> going to do a glamour one. They haven't done a glamour look yet. They've done uh, horror, like mm -hmm. in camp stuff, but they haven't done a glamour, so I can see that coming up. There's still a wrestling challenge to come up. Wrestling? Yeah, because in the main trailer for the show, there was they were doing like a wrestling thing, and like Coco like body slammed somebody. So when I yeah, found out when that. I found out that this episode wasn't the wrestling one, I was like, "Oh, Coco's here another week." <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Oh, and then one of the other questions we got was from Winnie. Shout out to Winnie, who's also a Patreon member. They said, "Whose Thank character you, would you have wanted to play if you were in this episode?" Bonus question: Any concepts you would have? for a look based on side character. I think you said already that you would have done the the elf priestess. I can see that for you. I think mm -hmm. I would have I would have done a dark elf or a barbarian. Like there's so many cool things you could do with a barbarian, like having like animal teeth on you. I, I really wish there was an orc though. I feel like orc, you could have done something real cool with that. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I would have done like a barbarian look. I would have definitely would have been in the curse team, even though that was harder. The curse team I would have loved when I saw that, 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 um, I don't know. I don't understand how it's harder. Well, because instead of saying the sentence, like, hey, we need to go over there. It'd be like, go over there. We must. Like, it, it's like talking like Yoda. And I can see how that could be hard to memorize all that. My brain would pick that up easier because my brain already, like, to me, it's like, just like dumb. My brain's already mush. Yeah, you are dumb. Yeah, you are dumb. <laughs> so I would have just read it. Like, I would have just read it as like. Here we, uh, here go must we, and I would have been like, ah, that's funny. Here go must we, mm -hmm. you know, like it, it has more depth behind it for me to memorize. And then half of the scripts were, were them talking in gibberish, uh, so like to me that was the easiest. Uh, I was just confused. The other script had a lot more words. I generally think they had it backwards. On a scale of one to ten, I'll give it a six. Yeah, um, a good six and a half, I think. A good six point five. Give um, us some fright. I hope midway in the season they change up the format because it's getting stagnant already. I need, I need, I want exterminations. Yeah, my top three has not changed. It's still Melissa, Hoso, and Coco. So, um, Mine changed from having Eva up there to Melissa, Hoso, and Coco as well. Wow, you want to be me? I think Hoso might win. I don't know. We haven't seen it yet. They because constantly Hoso has the, been in the top. The yes, but also they. They either they they there is no if you're already here there's no place for you to go except down except down I but then I will say like I thought that and then this week they went up like mm -hmm. I was very impressed with yeah. them uh, but even that like I don't know how they're gonna top this and they're not gonna be able to consecutively do that for the entire competition and so when they fall they will fall and unless I'm you're Land Insider that. huh I said unless you're unless Land you're, Insider yeah. unless you're you just, Land Insider you just ate that season up you just. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but Coco, in my opinion, it's just started. They already, they started low and they are already going up. And yeah, so I like that. I, I can see that character arc happening. Also, I can see Victoria's character arc doing really well and then having a plummet and then succeeding afterwards because they have the fire. I think for Asteroids, um, it's just going to be like start off great and then they're, they're not going to like it anymore. That, I, I think Astrid, Same with Eva. Same. 
Eva, I think it's it's the same. It's like you said, they come out really strong. They're doing really well, and then once the competition starts getting to them, they start to drop. Mm-hmm. I could see Abora as much as I. I could see Abora. All right. Up. So if you want to listen to this, <laughs> or if you want to support this podcast, make sure you leave a like and a review on your listening platform. If you're on YouTube, leave a comment. Tell us what you leave think. A comment. Our <laughs> our opinions are just our opinions. If you have your own opinions, that's great, too. Just don't find these people online and send them hate. You know, you can make a tweet, you can make a post, but you don't have to tag anybody. So I always like to leave off with that. Um, I do want to shout out the patrons real quick. Oh, yeah. By the way, we have a Patreon. So if you want to subscribe to the Patreon for a... Excuse me? If you want to subscribe to the Patreon, you can for as low as $1. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, $1. And you can subscribe to the Patreon. And you get commentary tracks. We just posted a new commentary track. The other day, we reviewed, uh, we did a commentary track of Drop Dead Gorgeous, which is a drag queen horror movie that came out in 2020. Y'all, it's wild. So go watch it with us. You can watch it on Shutter 2. And all you got to do is just press play on the same time as us, and you'll hear our commentary. But at other tiers, you'll get your name out right onto the podcast, like at the highest tier, the pee-pee poo-poo tier. We have Matt King, we have Caitlin B, Willow Whisper, Kiki, as well as Dot Com, Keith W, Pobre, Zincat, and Rebecca Carlson. So please join the Patreon and you'll get video editions of the podcast and early content and much more. Zanny, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Zanny, Z A N N Y, period E X. Um, you can also find me on Twitter. I do be love on the Twitter. I, I'm trying to figure out how to use TikTok. I'm a mom. Uh, but same Instagram handle and, and, and whatnot of the sort. But um, where can we find you? Um, most platforms under the name Terracard, T-E-R-R-A-H-C-A-R-D. And on other platforms, I'm on Stay on the Line TC on Twitter. Stay on the Line podcast on Instagram. And then I'm also on Hive under Terracard and tiktok as well too and i'm just gonna try i, I really want to try and make more more videos of me sewing which i want i i want to make a video on sewing a hat so i hope mm-hmm. i hope that i actually follow through with that um and yeah we have new episodes every thursday so for the next uh six weeks we're gonna be talking about dragula period pool. slay mama hunty all right well until next time i'm tara card And I am Xana X. And make sure you stay on the line. Scream. 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 Shout.